Awesome. Awesome. So, yeah. Um, Welcome to Be Breezy Podcast. This, Be is, Breezy. this is your boy, Blake, and that's your boy, Justin, and we're here it's to talk boy, about whatever um, we want to. Skinny penis. Skinny penis. Um, yeah, what's up, guys? Um, so, this is like our first uh, like official, official episode. Yeah, pretty much. And uh, I actually have a good thought. Me and Dad were having a good conversation the other day. A word? Yeah. And it kind of relates back to the one we did on our test episode, which you guys haven't heard. Maybe if you want it, we'll release it. But I don't see a reason why you'd want it. Um, but it's about time. Time and seasons and the Roman Empire and how it's all wrong. So... This is my theory. My game theory. Game theory. Uh, so, my theory is based on the fact that time as a construct is... It exists. However, the man-made measurement of time is a flawed system. And we talked about this vaguely in the last podcast where we... We're talking about how a year is actually a year and six hours because we actually have leap years. Yeah. Hear I me I out. I do remember that. Hear me out. So we constantly complain about it being 70 degrees in the south during the wintertime, and it used to not be. What if our unit of measurement time is flawed and causing a seasonal crossover, almost, I would say. So we're calling it winter, but in reality, it's spring. Because, here's my theory, we had ten months, and then I believe it was Julius Caesar brought in August and one of the other months, he brought in two more months because he wanted months named after his kids, right? So we were on a 10-month system. We moved to a 12-month system. And now we're getting, we're seeing the effects of that in our seasons. That There's probably somebody point. out there who may listen to this at some point in time go, that idiot. He is so dumb. But I put about uh, a nanosecond into that thought. So maybe, maybe let's not critique it so fast. Well, I mean, if you, it, it, it kind of makes sense. Because, I mean, like, think about just recent years. It's been, like, mad warm at the beginning of March. You know, before it officially become spring mm -hmm. and then like April and May are like mad hot and then it just like stays mad hot until like the fucking middle of September and then it's just like nah fam we're gonna get cold which sounds right for summer it's just our winter season and I know I know the theory is global warming is taking out well what if what we're experiencing as winter is like the fall time because you know here in georgia shit like 
winter weather usually doesn't come in until about February. That's true. That's true. And then uh, we see a, a a decrease in temperature. Usually if it snows in Georgia, it's about February, March. Exactly. And that's when we start to see a lot of icing over and all that. True. We do see lower temperatures starting in, I would say, early November. That's about when it starts. We see reasonable temperatures in August, which suggests like it's coming down, but we still have a lot of 80 degree days. Yeah, definitely. So, yeah, uh, we are approximately three minutes into this podcast, and we've already determined that time is a flawed unit of measurement and should not be used. Absolutely. However, the construct of time is a constant. Also, I mean, we kind of talked about this in the little teaser episode thing. Fucking daylight savings time. Like, like, and the fact that not every state participates in daylight savings time. Yeah, uh, I, I, one of the big parts of the teaser episode was the fact that I had no idea that states did not participate in daylight savings time. Now, if anybody that is listening currently knows whether or not that is a true, b why that happens, and c if it's a a choice or just a they're on a time zone line, that would be helpful because I understand that if a time zone goes through a state. Uh, and you live on one side of that line, it could be a kind of a pain in the butt to go to work and have to wake up an hour early just to cross over a time zone line where it's an hour later or whatever. That is a good point. But the state of Georgia is also like trying to vote in to where they don't participate in daylight savings time. That is the thing. I think there are more important things to be focusing on rather than daylight Absolutely. savings. <laughs> There's too many things going on for them to be worrying about daylight savings time. Hasn't been a problem for 200 years. That is what I'm saying. But now you want to vote to like get rid of it and not participate? Like, Bitch, you can't change the game like that. These are the rules. You set the rules. That's the problem with the government, in my opinion. Also, I saw this. I saw this. Me, It was a meme today. And it said, if you trust big government, then your history teacher didn't do their job. And historically speaking, that is a 100% true picture. I don't know. I think I, I definitely agree. But I think like nowadays, like they can't really teach history because it offends people. Well, well, it's fucking supposed to, so you don't repeat the same shit that happened before. Well, the school system is a public uh, is a the public school system is a government entity anyway. It's it, a piece it, of shit. Yeah, it, it really is because it was created by the government uh, for the government to train factory workers to be smart enough to work on machines but not smart enough to rise up the ranks. And Absolutely. that's a that's a load of horseshit. That's not what education's about and that's why you should listen to words of philosophers from 
Rome or Greece or whatever, like Plato. Uh, Socrates. Socrates. I love that fucking movie. Epictetus. I love that fucking movie. That's a great movie. Bill and Ted. Socrates. I think Bill like, and Ted was like our generation's Wayne's world. I don't think so. I I think Party on Garth. Party on Wayne. I think I think Bill and Ted was the eighties stoner or eighties, nineties stoner uh and what is the name of that show? You know, they fly around in a telephone booth also. Doctor Who? Doctor Who. I think Bill and Ted is just stoner Doctor Who. I never got into Doctor Who. Me either, but I mean, let's look at all of the the things. George Carlin. Enough said. No. Uh, Telephone booth flying around in space and time. And... They're able to go back to the future, change the past, blah, 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 work in dimensions. And it just all happens to revolve around uh, Bill and Ted's band, the Wild Stallions. And I don't know why, but every time in my head, I hear a little guitar solo every time I say Wild Stallions. So how's your headache? It's still fucking there. Oh, yeah. I bet. But, you know, the show must go on. The show must go on. But back to the public school system uh, and how severely flawed and fucked up it is. Like, (coughs) our country is, like, as far ahead as we are of other countries, we're so fucking far behind because, okay, like, over here, like, they tell you, Go to school, graduate high school, go to college. Okay, like, fucking college isn't for everyone. It, no. It's not. But that's how that's how they teach you. Oh, it, you have to graduate high school and you have to go to college. Here's the problem. I think that the words higher education and college have become synonymous with each other. But they're not. But they're not the same thing at all. So you have higher education, which is you could get really good at a a software that your company uses and becoming an expert on it, and that's a form of higher education. You could go to a trade school and learn a skill that very few people have, and that's higher education. You could go to the library and pick up a book and read it, and that's higher education. Going above and beyond to learn new and exciting things that interest you and drive you to be the best version of you, that's higher education. College is a cash grab for your parents' money, basically, and a way to indebt you with 100,000 student loans so you don't have anywhere to go in life. So you have to work that 60-hour work week job or whatever just to pay off your loans and live a comfortable life. And the, the way that you can know that is at 18 years old, if you were to walk into a bank and go, 
I want to take out a small business loan for $10,000. You would get laughed at. They're going to be like, nah. But you can take out $100,000 in student loans. Yeah, because that's going to be more beneficial to the lender because you're going to have to work to keep paying that off and you're going to be paying it off for years. Yeah. And with that $10,000 business loan, like your business could take off and you could pay that shit back quickly I under- and then they're not making any interest off of it but it may i mean it does make sense that pushing somebody to pursue higher higher education quote unquote is a better road than having them go i want to own a rubber duck store and then here okay here's ten thousand dollars go if they don't have a plan yeah but they're 18 and i didn't so have a plan at 18 Higher education is more synonymous to specialized education? I, w- I would say that. Because I think it's very specialized to the individual. I think everybody has fields of interest that drive them to do what they want. Like, m- for me, it's one thing is history and computers. So, like, I consume content on old computers and retro games and how the circuit boards worked and how to repair and how to use the operating systems, how to install the operating systems, how to use them in today's uh, today's world and the protocol changes that have happened that make them less secure and stuff like that, which is beneficial for what was my job in IT. But that's a that's an area that I'm super interested in, so I, it constantly drives me to get better True. at it, and it constantly gives me a new perspective. I think if the right people get in the right positions, I think the student loan debt crisis will, it'll take a while, but it will go away, and it won't it won't continue to increase because... I think they'll change the way that schooling goes, and I think it'll be become a thing where they determine, okay, you're not on a path that seems like a four-year college is for you. So let's figure out a trade. Therefore, you can go still go to college, basically, but it's trade school. Yeah, and specialize in whatever the fuck it is, welding, HVAC, plumbing, septic work. Like there's so many different specialized things and in all of these fields there's always going to be work because always people need it. Automotive tech, HVAC, plumbing, septic, electrician. Like all of this stuff is there's always going to be work. There's always going to be a demand for that work. Well, my problem is I I do agree that if some people get in the ranks that they're probably going to take care of the, the school problem. But I, I don't know if it's ever going to fix itself. Because in my opinion, for it to fix itself, to be true higher education or to be true education in general instead of just teachings from the victor. It's basically what we have now. 
we've won so many wars and we get to decide what's being taught in schools. So by our government, unless it's a private school, in which case they kind of have a little more leniency on that. However, they still have to get accredited, which is a government thing. So true. It's still kind of crap. But in my opinion, I, I read somewhere a long time ago that in Finland, I believe, which I don't know how where they fall in the ranks today, but I think at the time they were like seventh in the in the world for education. But they had project based uh, education, so you could learn at your own pace by doing a portfolio or a project or doing this or doing that in your own way. As long as you got the material at the end of the semester or whatever, it doesn't matter whether you can pass a standardized test. Yeah, because that's all, that's all the public school teaches. The, our public school system, that's all it teaches us, is how to how to take a standardized test. Not even how to pass it, just how to take a standardized test. Because, I don't know if you remember, but how many fucking standardized tests did we take so a many. year? So many. Uh, like four a year? Every year? Yeah, probably around there. And then I'm, I know in elementary school you had CRCT. That was the big one. But you also had like the midtermy yeah, version of that. Then you fucking, you have, as a junior, you have the high school graduation test. And they put so much fucking stress on this fucking test. Oh, if you don't pass, you're, you're not going to graduate. And people... Like test anxiety is a real thing. So you got people that are freaking out about this test that because they're so worried about not passing and not graduating, they fuck the test up and they fail. And the test really isn't even that fucking hard. You you know what? And talking about high school, this is one thing and higher education in general. This is one thing I did and it kind of did screw me over at least with teachers in high school. So when I was a sophomore, I learned about the school that I wanted to go to. I went on the website, find out what the requirements were to get into that college. And then that's what I did. Because why? Like I maximized my, my time for my effort. Why the whole point of graduating high school is to graduate high school and go to college. That's what they tell you. And that's what I that's what I did. However, what they don't tell you is you don't need the best grades. You don't need a 4.0 GPA and to take AP classes and to do this and to do this extra correct curricular activity. If you want to get into like the top tippity top schools you might need that stuff, but at the end of the day, to get into like a state college or whatever, wherever you want to go, you don't need that. You need the GPA that they require, probably a little bit above, and you need enough extracurriculars on your on your application for them to go, okay, cool. And, and a good enough SAT or ACT score. And a good enough SAT... But once and you ha- once you have all that, you don't need to try at all. 
Once you get into your college and, and usually, graduate, you don't have to try at all. If you really look into what the standards are, and like for the scores for SAT and ACT, it's really not that fucking high. Oh, no. Not at all. Like, it's really not. I almost went to UGA. I really did. All I would have really had to do was literally go audition. Yeah. And, and I would just... I chose not to because I wasn't sure what I wanted to do and I wasn't going to go waste money or time going to school for no fucking reason. That's a good reason and a money saver at that. Like, for for example, I got into Kennesaw and or what was SPSU, but I learned that as a sophomore. I learned the requirements as a sophomore and I didn't try any harder past then because... You don't need to. I mean, people, they stress so much about, oh, well, this and this and this is what colleges look for. But if you're really worried about paying for college, bro, just find, like, the most obscure fucking scholarships to apply for and apply for them. And more than likely, you're going to get it because nobody fucking knows and people don't apply for these scholarships well, i think adults place a lot of pressure on kids whose whose minds aren't even fully developed yet by the way uh that college is the best the answer because that's what they've always heard is you go to college you get a good job and this and that but right now we're at a we're at a point in time where it's so much easier to do your own thing than to slave away 40 hours a week working for somebody else when you can just build your brand. True. And from my personal experience, I really don't think, like, when I graduated high school, yeah, because of certain situations that happened in my life, like, I kind of had to learn quickly and on the fly. But a lot of people don't go through shit like that. So they still have yet to really learn like real shit about life. So then, okay, now they're out on their own where you don't have anybody checking up on you to make sure you're doing your work. Either you did your work and you submitted it to your professor or you didn't and you just caught that ill. And so now here they are. Now they have free room. And it's like a lot of your best students in high school become complete fuck ups in college Mm -hmm. because they're used to someone always being on their case about this work, this work. Did you do this? Did you do that? Them professors in college don't give a fuck. And coming from like a former AP gifted kid, my biggest problem was studying. I never had to. Same. I like, never I, had to study. I never had to study in in school. The yeah. only thing I really had an issue with was math, but that's just because I've always sucked at math. But I never really learned how to study for math, so there, I there was nothing I could do. See, see, this is this is where I think the conversation gets really interesting because when we're talking about math, math was easily my worst subject in college. Easily. All through all through high school, too. However, 
I learned how to learn math. And that's more important than learning math. Because once you learn how to learn something, it doesn't matter how many times you forget it. You can just reread it and relearn it. And it takes no time at all. Or to learn a concept. Because learning how to learn is more more important than actually learning the material. Because when it comes to math, we... We live in a society where you don't have to know the formula off the top of your head. You have a computer in your pocket that can do everything for you. There's absolutely no real-world application in this day and age where you need to know math. Or a a specific formula. You can just put it into your smartphone, Google it, you'll get the formula. You do need to know the concepts and how to apply them. Because some situations require you to create your own formulas for your own problems. And that is where knowing the concepts and learning how to learn the concepts is more important. And coming from somebody who is a STEM major, engineering... I think you only really need to learn it once because I learned how to program and I think everybody should learn how to program because if you pro- if you can program something if you can write code to solve your problems it's why wouldn't you do it why wouldn't you learn it one time and forget it and move on to something else after you've coded a solution that will give you the right answer every single time. It makes no sense. True. True. I thought about that a lot. I'm very passionate about that subject. <laughs> what do you mean? You've met my dad. Yeah. <laughs> but like, for me, in high school, like I skated by, mainly because I was lazy. Same. Like, if I really applied myself, I could have easily had a better GPA. Could have... I could have graduated with honors from high school if I really would have applied myself. But, like, school itself was not what I wanted to do. Like, I never wanted to be there. The only reason why I really went was band and soccer. The majority of the time, if I wasn't in my actual class, I was probably in the band room working on something music-related. That's true. Uh, My thing about graduating and skating by is you didn't get a different piece of paper at the end of... when At the graduation ceremony, everybody gets the same piece of paper. It's the same fucking piece of paper. Okay, my cap and gown was a little... was Well, technically, it was the same as... I'd probably say 90% of my class. I just didn't have certain cords and yeah. pins and shit like that. If you that. try hard, you get you get some pins and you, you get, get some ropes. You get a couple extra ropes and shit to wear with your rope. It's not worth it, guys. Skate by. Like, here's the thing. Here's the thing. Here's for work, for work and effort. So, when you trade your time 
for money, you get to control one thing, and that's how much effort you put in. And if you can skate by doing the bare minimum, do the bare minimum because that's all that's required of you. If you try hard, then even in in the real world, at your job, you're not going to get paid anything extra. You're not going to get paid unless more. you're working on a commi- commission based salary. Then okay, if I if I put extra work in, the possibility of making more is there. Yeah. But that all is dependent on whether or not you make that sale. Yeah. But it, again, you could it's put no in guarantee. all the effort all day, but if a consumer is like, "Nah, I'm not buying." And walks out, you just put all the effort in for nothing, and you make no sale. Now, if you're not commission based, it's like when you when you when you sign on to to accept a job, they're paying you for the time that you're there, but you're not getting paid any extra if you don't take a lunch break and you work through your lunch break and. You volunteer to come in on your weekends off. You're not getting nothing extra. And this is something that I had I had a problem with last year. But a lot of it also had to deal with I was running from things mentally. So the only way I was not thinking about them was I stayed at work. When I was at work, my mind completely shut off. And it was almost like I was a completely different person. But in hindsight, looking back, that created more problems than it solved. No so doubt. Why, why would you do more? Okay, if you truly like feel like, okay, I just I feel like doing more because I just feel like doing it, by all means. I'm not saying don't, but... Do what you're being paid to do, and that's it. Because that is what you are being paid for. Yeah, and don't condition your boss or company or teacher or whatever. Don't condition them to expect more from you. Absolutely. That's the worst it should thing. Be, they should be surprised each time you do something more than what you're... Because expectation is going to be the downfall Expectation leads to it becomes a demand. Well, you used to be like this, so that's the kind of work ethic that I want. And then once it becomes a demand and you no longer fulfill that demand or meet that requirement, now it's becoming borderline, you know. That's when it becomes a problem. Yeah. What's the term that I'm looking for? I don't know. Do you know what it starts with? Problem. Insubordination. Insubordination. Yeah. Because if I'm your supervisor and I'm, you've been working X kind of way for the whole time you've been here since you've been hired on and then out of nowhere you just stop and you only start doing the bare minimum. I've... I've gone. I've grown to expect 
And now I've been demanding that you will operate at this level. And then you stop doing that. Now you're not meeting my demand. So now, yes, technically you are still doing your job, but you're not doing what I'm expecting of you every time. Yeah, it makes no sense. So I think uh, we can conclude that the best way to get through life is be a slacker, do the bare minimum, uh, because you'll probably be happier and less stressed in the long run. Absolutely. But also work to develop personal goals and work towards them and Absolutely. achieve higher education even if you don't go to college. Because the, the nine-to-five grind is some bullshit. I got to work 40 hours a week to have maybe a day and a half of freedom only to go back and work another 40 hours a week. Here's here's my problem with to the 40 have another day and a half of freedom. Here's my my problem with the 40-hour work week. When I was in IT, I had a 40-hour work week. However, it was salary. So like and I was on call. But there was an expectation of me to be there even if there was nothing to do. And that's garbage. True. Because the whole point of being salaried is I'm you make the same check every week and your boss is assuming that you're going to have more to do than what you do have. And so that should be their problem, not mine. If, Absolutely. If I, because I don't get paid for my efficiency. That's one thing I had to learn is I'm really good at being really efficient. I can get I think a lot of work. needs to find a work, work ethic like that. I, I am really good at being really efficient, and I'm really good at finding little idiosyncrasies in the job that I can take advantage of and get it done quicker than someone else who doesn't pay attention to that stuff. But with that being said, that means I can get 8 to 16 hours worth of work done in four. And when you can do that and you still make the same check every week, that's that's garbage. Yeah. Because yeah. because it's that level of experience is why you should make more. Yeah. It's like if I know how to do something and I spent ten years learning how to do something and I can do this something in 30 minutes and I charged you X amount per hour, mm -hmm. but it only took me 30 minutes. You thinking, well, I should get a discounted price. No, because you're not paying for the time it took me to do the job. You're paying for the time it took me to learn how to do the job in that short amount of time. Exactly. And that's, I don't think, people understand that until they have an issue with their plumbing or some shit and the plumber comes in takes a look like oh okay cool i'll be right back and he goes out to the truck comes back and next thing you know he's done i only took him 20 minutes but you're still stuck paying a 500 hundred dollar bill yep because if you could do your plumbing in 20 minutes you would have you would have done it 
Absolutely. But he went to school. He got that trade. He took the plumber's test. I'm sure there's a plumber's test. And he knows how to do it. And paying people for their expertise needs to become a standard, not... It, you shouldn't have to fight for your craft just to make barely make it through and compete like that's that is one problem with capitalism i guess it although it is the best system it is not a perfect system true and the problem with capitalism is that me and you could do the same job but if I charge less than you, you can do the job way better than me. But you price accordingly, and I charge less than you, I'm going to get more sales. So you, you would have to bring your price down to match me or be in my ballpark. Even though you can do the job way, way better, way quicker than me, you would have to charge less than your worth. To get, to get the same result. And that's kind of how I feel about, like, being a producer and making beats and shit like that. Like, yeah, my price is my price. But you're not paying the price because I said that's what the price is. You're paying for my time, my equipment, the schooling that I went to learn how to do this shit. Those kind of things. Okay, you may not like my price. Well, oh, I can get on BeatStars and I can buy five beats for $20. Okay, cool. Go do that then. Oh, by the way, everybody, go look us up on BeatStars. It's oh, yeah. uh, Carefree Media LLC. BeatStars. Got care- a few of them on there. Carefree More Media. More coming soon. Absolutely. But I'm going to try to get it one or two a week, I guess. I think that might that might be a good goal to shoot for. But no expectations because... We just had that conversation. But yeah, it's just like, and I've told somebody like, okay, if I'm charging you 500 for the beat, 500 is my price. Like, it, well, you won't have no major placements. Okay, and? Yeah. You can go, I mean, if you want to go get a beat, uh, like, then go get a beat off BeatStars or somewhere else. Download some of these YouTube beats. Yeah. I mean, royalty-free beats. But not only, when you buy the beat from me, not only am I going to give you the beat at an exclusive, meaning you have all the rights to it, but I will help you make sure you release it the right way so that way you can start generating royalties so you can start earning money off of your streams. Now, if the song blows, okay, then I'm still going to get my part of the publishing, but I will show you how to do that. I will tell you how to do it. Because a lot of people, a lot of these artists nowadays, they just, oh, I'll just put it out on DistroKid and that gains my royalties. And then when I ask them, like, okay, so what about your PRO? What's a PRO, Justin? What's a PRO? Um, uh, a PRO is a performance rights organization that... Helps collect your royalties whenever your music is played via in the stadium, TV, commercial, movie, all of those kind of things. Because most people are wor- so worried about, oh, my streaming numbers, my Spotify numbers. 
okay, well, what if your song actually gets selected to be in a TV show? <clears throat> and then it starts generating royalties and you're not collecting those royalties. The PRO does that for you. That way, if it does get picked up for any kind of sync licensing or whatever, it's you're, you'll get paid. That's what they're for. But people like people don't understand that. It's one thing that I've tried to get Harley to understand. Harley like, is our friend, he's all, like, by oh, the way, well, who is in the Velvet Willow Band. Go look him up. Check him out on Spotify. All the major ones, all the Apple Music. They got a song coming out this Friday. Uh, tomorrow. Tomorrow, actually. We're recording this on Thursday. It's December 10th, 2021. Uh, it's called Heavy on the Heart. It's a banger. Definitely. Go check it out. But, yeah, he's like, well, Distro Kid collects royalties. Yeah, they collect some of them, but not all. Not all of them. And especially with some of their music being so good. Yeah. It, it, that, Distro Kid doesn't put your music in front of agents like a performing rights organization would. Like, BMI will actually take your song and suggest it to agents and stuff like that. That's one of the things they do. Like, that's one of the services that you can get as a writer and it costs absolutely nothing. You just have to sign up and it's like a two year agreement, at least for BMI, yeah. uh, which is who me and you are both affiliated with. Yeah. And you can't have any, you can't affiliate yourself with more than one at any given time. But with that being said, like I have a song out called brain dead currently. And if it gets picked up by a show or whatever, that's more money in my pocket that I can use to make a living doing music instead of working a day job. Absolutely. And if you aren't familiar, BMI, it's one of them. You have you also have ASCAP and CSAC. The CSAC is a little bit more on the I would say exclusive side. Yes. They're a little more picky about who they let into that. But... BMI is pretty forgiving, and so is ASCAP. Yeah, but it's it's definitely worth... If you're going to take the time to to create music and create a, a project, it's worth taking the time to release and get the right way and doing having everything right. Because you never know. That one song that you put out could end up blowing up. Exactly, and you don't know. Like, currently... I'm sitting on how many songs probably that are 80%, probably like four or five songs. And I just have to get over myself and put them out eventually. And yeah. I, w I would like to do a little rebranding too. But but one of those could blow up. And even though at, at, at this moment they're not my favorite songs I've ever written, sometimes that's just how it is. Yeah, and it's like... The way that the music industry and social media are nowadays, there's no telling what's going to be like the next major hit. Oh, my God. Like That just reminded it just, me. The way that anything can blow up on a, because of a TikTok trend or XYZ, like Lil Nas X figured this shit out. And that is why Old Town Road went the way that it went. Yeah, it's a meme. 
He fucking memed the shit out of that bitch. It's a meme. And kept posting it and shoving it in your face. And then by the time people really realized, like, this shit was all over the place, fucking... You can't... Like, that's... It was everywhere. And we, we, we did make some mistakes. Like, we... We, for our music that we're putting out, we did do the whole "oh, go like and share my song," which, looking back at it, that's not what we should have done. We should have just made some skits or whatever and made them like TikTok sounds and just made videos and put those in the background so people go, "Oh, what is that?" Because telling people to listen to your music is one way to guarantee that nobody's gonna listen to your music. Yeah, like I honestly, I really think like. Next episode, we need to have, like, fucking the Ghost of Akina shit playing in the background. Yeah, absolutely. Ghost of Akina or... Or, you know, the fucking little saxophone shit that I made that time that I said I, I want to be playing in the background. Absolutely. Like, this shit slaps, bruh. And it's a nice, chill little vibe, like... Damn, dryer, calm down. Or legit, I can, like... It doesn't take me long to make little lo-fi shit, so I can I come up with a little lo-fi shit that we can just have just like off in the background, nice and chill. I don't know. You guys, let us know. Do you think do you think there's a little too much dead air in here or do you think do you think a little bit of a backing track would be the kind of the move? Uh let us know. Send us an email, carefreemediallc at gmail.com. Hit us up on social media, you know. Most Carefree of the time, media it's at LLC. Ca- Carefree Media LLC, except on TikTok. It's at Carefree Media. Yeah. We d- we talk back. I mean, I mean, I I mean, I have a day job, but you know, I still actually let me rephrase it. He goes I to have work. A job. He goes to work. I go to work, but he go to work. He don't do nothing, but he goes to work. Most of the time, I really don't. But I'm really good at what I do, so therefore. I can kind of get away with it. And I don't go to work because your boy is 100% working on Carefree Media LLC and Drader Designs, which is my other company. Uh, Me and my girlfriend run that. It's cool, funny shirts. Go check it out. Go check it out. We're on Amazon. 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 Everybody needs Amazon packages. By the way. Everybody. I saw that thing about... Amazon being like worldwide shutdown, and I ordered a cable last night, and it showed up in less than fourteen hours. Fucking nuts! That yeah, there's a global shipping crisis with Amazon. All right, the problem is they're too damn fast, and it scared the shit out of me. Yeah, that was kind of wild though. Not even gonna lie. Like. It got there so fast. It got there so fast. Like so I, re- fast. I, I ordered it at ten o'clock last night. It was at my doorstep at noon. Like fucking so fast. Like so fast. How long? So have we been, how long have we been doing this? I don't know. Oh, what we get to last time? Like seventeen. I don't fucking remember. Sorry, guys. We're recording this on Logic, and we don't have the time up. We just have the beats and bars and stuff. But we're at 1,428 now. But it's like... So Spider-Man comes out this month. Spider-Man does come out this month. And... I'm going to go see that bitch. Me too. And I'm going to make my girlfriend 
I think I might punch a kid in the face if he talks to their movie. Same. Because fuck them kids. Fuck them kids. They don't know shit about Spider-Man. They don't know shit about fuck. Bro, Gen Z really do have some audacity. They really do. Because that TikTok trend where they're just going around destroying their whole school. Like, we would have died. I mean, we did some fucked up shit when I was in school. I mean. Like, we put a whole ass, like, beat up, busted ass, junker ass car in the courtyard. See, here's the problem. All we did was put a toilet at the top of the courtyard. That's it. That's all we. That. See, y'all, y'all had to go and do some crazy shit. Do the whole condom in the condoms throughout the whole school. Condom water balloons. And then also there's that just one ruined kid, it all. I'm not gonna name names, but he super glued pennies to all the locks. That's great. That's on the beautiful. exterior of the of the school, mm-hmm. like when I say every lock, mm-hmm. like he he super glued pennies to every fucking lock. That's beautiful. Yeah, until he got caught. But you know how he got caught? He probably didn't wear a mask or nothing. Cameras. No. no. The motherfucker went started telling folks. Oh, no. And somebody Uh-oh. fucking snitched. Fucking bitch. See? Can't go bragging. When you do some, when you do some shit like that, bro, you don't go tell nobody up. shit. If anybody comes asking, you don't know shit about fuck. Fuck. Because he was smart enough, he parked in a neighborhood um, not far from the school, yeah. and he walked yeah. in the middle of the night, mm-hmm. and then he super glued pennies. Dang, and you went and told fuck? Come on now. Yeah, like, fam. Come on bro. now. Yeah. And then, like, we had put that old... Beat up junker ass car in the fucking courtyard. They weren't too fucking pleased about that. But it was funny. We spray painted that bitch. Oh, we did put, uh, I think it was along with the toilet. I think they put like some fish around the courtyard. Like hit them. And so over time, like that whole senior week or whatever it was, it just... It smelled so bad. It smelled so bad by the end of the week. I know, like, I used to, like, slap stickers in places. There used to be one, like, almost to the ceiling as you exit the red hall onto the main hallway. Mm -hmm. Like, close by the library. Yeah. Like, as you're going out... Well, guys, I do believe that was the GoPro dying. Yeah, the GoPro was like, we out, bitch. All right. I think this is probably a good spot to end it. I think it's good enough. Yeah. yeah. Well, guys, this has been the Be Breezy podcast. Uh, we're probably going to put together an intro and some cover art and stuff like that this week. And you'll probably see most of this podcast on the YouTube channel. Yeah, so uh, you guys uh, 
Take care and uh, be breezy. Be breezy, guys. Out. Deuces.